You're listening to On The Air, a brand new podcast brought to you by Stonewater. Join us as throughout this series, we'll be getting to the heart of what matters in the social housing industry today. From essential questions about shared ownership to celebrating community projects for veterans. Join Anisha Patel and her co-host, Sarah Ann Mills-Bricknell, and a whole host of industry figures, colleagues and customers for some lively and informative conversation about what matters most in housing in 2020. This is On The Air, a Stonewater podcast. Hello and welcome back to On The Air. Today, we're going to be talking about a project that's the first of its kind for Stonewater, but one that is incredibly important and something we believe in, housing providers should consider doing too. Yes, so this week we're going to be talking about Waterworks Lane, a community self-build project in Herefordshire. Yes, this is an ongoing project and one the local council in the area wanted to get off the ground for a while, but we won't spoil anything. Let's welcome our guests. So joining us today, we have the Director of Development West, Matt Crucifix. We have Claire Bray, who is a Development Manager at Stonewater, who's worked on the project with Matt. And we also have Martin Walsh from the Royal British Legion. Hi, everyone, and thank you for being with us today. We do really appreciate it. So to kind of get us into talking about the project and kind of getting a better understanding of all of your roles in it, can you just kind of introduce what it is that you do and the part you play in it? Okay, yeah, I'm the Assistant Director of Development, so my role is mainly across a portion of the country, securing new opportunities and making sure that we hit the number of homes that we want to for Stonewater. So for this project in particular, Claire and myself were involved right at the start, so it's been about making sure that we can pull the site opportunity together, make sure it's viable, work through all of the proposals and, and how it's going to work along, alongside Claire in order to take it to take it to our board and executive to make sure they're signed off and, and then and then get the project on site. Okay, so just before um, we kind of move on, I heard a rumour, I'm not sure how true it is, that this was a project that they wanted to kind of get off the ground for a while, the council in particular. And I heard that a lot of other organisations weren't really willing to kind of put themselves forward for the opportunity. But Matt, I heard that it came into your lap and you were more than kind of, you thought it was really important. Can you just talk to us about that? Yeah, so I think that's true. We had a meeting with the self-build agency, which Herefordshire Council hosted which would have been a few years ago a number of other housing associations were in the room and we saw a presentation from the self-build agency it wasn't without problems as they were presenting opportunities to work with the self-build agency but a lot there was a lot of resistance in the room from the other housing associations mainly around the supply of land and how that you know how would land will be thrown into the pot so to speak to make these projects viable i think knowing the fact that we had lots of land around the area uh, in terms of lempster and herefordshire uh, generally, I thought that there was an opportunity for us to get involved. I could see that it was an opportunity that was fit with Stonewater's ethos, really, of actually helping people who most most need it and, and you know, being able to provide people the skills and also um, get get a home when they can't get one them, themselves on the open market. So I sort of thought to myself, well, actually, if we walked away from that and then we were asked why we didn't do it later on and someone else did, then we'd look a bit look a bit silly. So I jumped in and said, yeah, and then I realised I was the only one. And Claire, can you tell us more about what Waterworks Lane actually is? So Waterworks Lane used to be 16 one-bed flats that we had a stock transfer from Hereford, well, Lemster District Council it was. Weren't very nice. So we went on a visit with the council, with the planning officer and the veterans and company and 
we decided that Waterworks was the ideal location because there was another piece of land on the corner that was actually owned by the council. As part of it, we've uh, got one big site really now, taken down the flats. So it's in progress at the moment? Yeah, we've started on site. The foundations are going in now for the houses, so all the flats have now been demolished. So it looks good. It was quite amusing at the time because we took the self-board agency and some of the council around the land that we owned and we had a couple of clear favourites because we were sort of thinking we don't necessarily want it to be Waterworks Lane because um, we've got some people in them, they're occupied, yeah. that'll be challenging, more costly, but that was, after we walked around with the planners, that was their clear favourite. So Because of yeah. the close proximity to the train station oh, and oh, the town. Okay. And all the schools, really, wasn't it? Yeah. It was all, it's so very close. We had to get the tenants that were actually in there. There wasn't 16. I think at the end it was about 10. Yeah. 10 we had to move on, and they're really happy in their new houses now. We found that's them that's a great some result. new flats and new houses, and they're really happy. I think it's only one of them that has actually given the indication they want to come back. Because okay. we've given them the opportunity that once they had to So it wasn't a build, case of they had to leave and that was it? You... No, we gave them the opportunity and if they want to come back, we can give them one of, oh, allocate oh, one of the properties and there's only one of them that's actually said he might consider coming back because <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them are all happy in their new properties. Okay. And Martin, what is your involvement in the project? So I've been uh, involved in this right from the beginning. So uh, I had initial discussions with the council about the possibility of you know, having a self-build on, or a veteran self-build on their patch because I was involved in a couple of self-builds down in Bristol and one down in Western Supermare. So, so I supplied referral, I supported them as an organisation and supported the veterans on the build. Because Herefordshire Council do so much with veterans, I thought it would be a good idea to propose this to them. They were really interested and it's kind of... I made the link, which was really good. From my housing background and housing veterans, I can hopefully provide some expertise on that process. So you mentioned that you were the first one really kind of on board with this project. When did it actually start for you? Well, four or five years ago, when I just in a meeting with Herefordshire Council mentioned that I had involvement with the self-build down in Bristol. Really interesting that you mentioned about how long it's actually taken, because I don't think a lot of people realise how long it takes to get a project like this off the ground. When is it that we're expecting for it to actually be completed when... Are we looking for people to kind of move into their homes? Well, officially, it's supposed to be August next year, but I'm pushing for the end of June for Armed Forces Day. Oh. So. (laughs) (laughs) It definitely sounds like Herefordshire has been really supportive in getting the project off the ground and there's been so much work that everyone's put into making it happen. But why do you think that sort of a scheme like Waterworks Lane is needed in the area? On our agenda, basically, on the Robert Schlegan agenda, uh, a greater access to housing. And what this allows us as an organisation is, is access to suitable, sustainable, really high quality housing for the armed forces community and the people who we support. I think in Leinster as well, they are particularly keen on, on supporting the armed forces community. I think the community are really, really excited about this project and they're really all buying into that. The point about the local community is really, really important because we hold our hands up to say that we're going to have a probably a challenging client group because we've got you know, veterans who have got, you know, associated problems with, you know, because of their past and current lifestyle, etc. Given that, 
well, I think we expected when we held the public consultation for the scheme that there might be people that were concerned about it and concerned about the impact on local local neighbourhoods, but we didn't get that at all. Yeah. And so it's a um, completely different response to what you're expecting. Different. Once we yeah. explained what we were actually doing, everyone was really positive about it. Wow. Really positive. It and that's great. I mean, you know, yeah. working developed normally would would have if you were building some yeah. luxury houses for the you know highest people in society so that people complain about it. We didn't have anyone complain about this one. So it says it's a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Like yeah. reflecting on the need for a project like that. And do you think there are other areas in the country that would really benefit from a similar sort of scheme? Yeah, I think they're starting, aren't they, Martin? They're starting to come up quite all over the country now, really. And mm. we're using this one as a, a tester. And I'm sure if it goes well, we can do it elsewhere in the country. My name is Gary Chapman and I'm the project manager of the community self-build with Elaborate. When I first heard about this project and the great work that Elaborate and the community self-build are doing, I was very keen to get involved. Elaborate are building more than just houses. They're rebuilding vulnerable veterans' lives, providing opportunity and individual growth and development. Historically, getting these projects off the ground has always been a challenge. and It's vital that the partnership between Elaborate and Stonewater is strong and they share the same vision. Stonewater bring valuable housing experience and local connections and knowledge to the project. Being a veteran myself, I've gained a good rapport with the veterans in a short period of time. And from my experience, I can see exactly what this scheme means to them. Not only will they provide much needed security of their own home, but also provide training, skills and qualifications that they can use to gain future employment. It's been very rewarding to see the veterans' confidence and self-esteem grow in such a short period of time. The veterans are already beginning to plan ahead, whereas before the build, thoughts of careers and qualifications were out of reach. I think for us in particular in Lempster and Herefordshire, we we do have a lot of homes there. But in Lempster, it's quite a low value area. There is limitations around opportunities and jobs. If if, Stonewater, as a big landlord in the area, can do a bit to help boost skills training and get people onto potentially... You know, careers as well in construction yeah. then I think you know that, that takes a lot more boxes as well so just for my understanding the veterans are going to be on the project working to build the homes and then they also get one of the houses as well is that the idea yeah as long as they do a certain amount of time throughout the build mm. I think through each week they automatically become the end user so basically there's 19 units and we're doing up to nine up to 10 sorry exclusively for for the veterans but it's a flexible allocation really so if we had 19 veterans (laughs) you could so but at the moment we've got six okay working on there and for those veterans do so the people that are involved do many of them have families what is it or are they being allocated to flats what is it generally the consensus for that we've got um, one family which is going to be allocated three bed and then we've got a couple of gentlemen who've got access to their children but no suitable accommodation at the moment so they're going to get like one bedroom houses with gardens oh, that's so they'll be able to play with the kids in the gardens yeah. and then there's a couple that are having flats some of these people are from some of the veterans on the building and, and in the past the relationships are broken down and then sometimes what happens is someone's got a chaotic or unstable life. The relationship with their children breaks down as well so they don't access their children and that causes terrible stress on them, their families, the children. What I see the self-build has done in the past and what I'm hoping that will happen now is it does bring the families back together. 
And that's a great part of the project. I'm hoping that can still happen here. I'm Barry Durkin, I'm a County Councillor with Herefordshire Council and I'm also Chairman of the Herefordshire Armed Forces Covenant Partnership. Herefordshire Council worked with the Self Build Agency to provide us opportunities at Waterworks Lane in Lempster. We are a major stakeholder working with the Self Build Agency, Royal British Legion, Stonewater and Saffa and also with the local contractors who are Harpers. The project is to provide 19 homes overall with nine homes specifically allocated for the county's veterans. Herefordshire Council gifted the land for the project and provided substantial amount of funding to enable the project to go ahead. We consider that the veterans are an important part of our community. Waterworks Lane has the potential to be life-changing for those actively involved. The project will provide lifetime accommodation to enable those who live there to live a normal life as we would understand it and to be part of their local community. Waterworks Lane is a beacon project for Herefordshire Council and an approach which we intend to learn from, which will provide a vision for the future of our county's veterans. We would encourage other councils to assess the needs of their veterans and to explore partnership working to address these and implement similar projects. The active involvement of veterans with this building project will enable them to obtain life skills outside the military. Also, by working on site, they will receive training and experience, which will then provide them with a solid base for their future. And by living there, they will be part of their local community. If I'm honest, I don't think it's too bold to really say that this actual scheme is life-changing in the respect that it's helping families, yeah, it's work, actually giving them a home. When you look at the big picture, it's a really great project in that sense. And for some of them, it's giving them their self-worth back as well. But for them, it's not just the home, it's the whole lifestyle and then they're going to be giving them back. Exactly, and then on top of that, you, you get to really build a community. And I, I guess what would be interesting to know is what do you think has been the most difficult challenge in, in getting this project off the ground, in planning, in the execution? Um, All the different parties. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people involved, lots of meetings. Yeah. It's, de it's definitely that, and I think from our perspective, I mean, the, the community thing's really important. I think it's exactly what housing association should be there for. It's what Stonewater should be there for. It's what we all should be striving to do because you can build homes, but you've got to be able to put those building blocks in to make people be able to step up and not fail in that accommodation. So if you can give them skills, if you can give them the opportunity to then get go and get jobs, then you know it's better for the community, it's better for that person, it's better, better for us as well. But in, in terms of the challenges, I think there are a lot of people involved, which does you know often slow things down, but it's for the right right reasons i think for stonewater one of the challenges was definitely around making the project viable and in that sense we mean you know because it's a low value area the rents that we charge are quite low so if you look at the financial figures it, it doesn't necessarily stack up but stonewater was committed to put those extra additional funds in in order to make it make it work because they could see the value in in the project and making people understand why we were knocking down some flats Exactly. Well, did a site visit in the end, didn't we, so we could actually see... And I think for us, we're like. the two people that have to go and sit and talk to our director of finance to say, hey, we've got this project <laughs> and the, financially it doesn't work out, but the other benefits are great. But actually, you know, 
our executive are really supportive and they're, they're really bought into the project and the idea of it. So says a lot about the execs at Stonewater, I think, that financially it might not be as attractive as something else, but the value. The social really, value yeah, is yeah. a lot high. Massive. So we had a chat with a couple of the veterans working on the scheme at the moment and got their thoughts and just a bit of background from them about why this project was important to them. I think the idea of trying to actually build a community at the same time as you build the project is a wonderful idea, you know, actually um, all of the people that you're building with will be your neighbours, so you'll actually know everybody around you. The fact is that you're going to work with these people, you're going to get to know them, and then eventually when it's all built, you're going to be working together, so I think it, you know, you're, you're going to actually end up, you should end up with some friends for life, you? you know, I think that's the, the, one of the best things about it. It's not nice living on benefits, it, it's you just exist. And I'd like to, you know, have the opportunity to give my children nice things, basically, and, you know, maybe get the odd little nice thing for myself along the way, who knows? But I'm really, really grateful for the opportunity, and Ken and Carl and Lynn at the Breakfast Club and Martin at RBL. I just, I can't thank them enough, really. How was listening to that? So were those the types of things that you expected to hear from the veterans about what this project means to them? Yeah, because I've been working with them for a number of years now. Yeah, I knew what was going to come and what it meant to them, really. I mean, it's great to hear. It's great to hear what it means to them. And you sort of think, I know I particularly talk about Fred when you hear about the fact that he was living out of his car and he had family bereavement. So he's really, really been through the mill. But this actually, he's got so many skills and he's done lots of trades, but it's just fallen upon hard times. And you sort of think to himself, well, through the... Through his project, he might be the sort of person that puts his arm around some of the other people and gives them support. Were some of them friends before the scheme actually happened or did they all actually meet them each other on the scheme? I think some of them met at Breakfast Club, didn't they, Martin? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Two, they do run a breakfast club. It's just like an informal support. Tim wagons, it's all veterans together. Do you think that other housing providers and local authorities should be aiming to do schemes like this? I think for me it's about making sure that every party that's around the table realises that they've got to put a bit in and a bit more than they would do normally to just go and build a um, bog-standard housing estate. So everyone's got to jump in with a bit of extra maybe financial resource, more than they would normally be comfortable with, like like we've done a bit more extra time and emotion, particularly from Claire's perspective. From Hereford's perspective, they wouldn't have happened without putting in the land for you know, a pound for their section, which is, you know, unbelievable of them to do that. Local authorities don't tend to do that these days. And, you know, everyone's got to take a little bit of a leap of faith. And I think if you're on board and you like the idea of it, then you've got to be able to pull the strings to make sure that everyone makes it happen and commit. Would you recommend that other housing associations and councils sort of work together to, to make schemes like this happen? Definitely. I would, yeah, absolutely. I know there's another company involved in the project that weren't able to come along today, and that's Harper's. I believe when they were bidding for the work, they actually included someone specifically to work with the veterans. Is that... Yeah, that was part of the tender. We actually requested that as part of the tender that we sent out to all the contractors because um, we've been told by Martin and the Veterans Agency, that we had to have an allocated site manager, so to speak, on site that would actually allocate all the work to the veterans. Okay. So I think it's veterans coordinator or something it's called, as well as the coordinator from Alabama as well, which is the Veterans Agency. So there's a lot of personnel involved, but Harpers were chosen because they're a local business. They're literally a quarter of a mile away from the site. We're trying to keep everything local on there. We're sourcing some artwork for the scheme as well, and that's local. 
The hoarding's been done by local school children. So we're just trying to keep it community-based. Yeah, that community feel, I think, yeah. makes a massive difference to how it's going to be received once it's built. And then yeah. once people are living there, how they'll be able to integrate with the community that's already there. Exactly. We want it to work, so we're doing everything we can to... Yeah. I think the contractors have got some veterans working for them as well, haven't they? Yeah, so Scott, who's the one that's been allocated as the liaison, yeah, he's ex-army, I think. Yeah, there is a common language between them. You can always say it's, it's like a different culture if you're not a veteran, and I'm not a veteran. I am, though. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, all of you, for making the time to speak to us today. Everyone who's listening, please don't forget to tweet us or let us know on Facebook what your thoughts are on today's episode. And to round off, we're just going to share with you a few more thoughts from Kate, one of the veterans from the scheme, about why her current housing situation is less than ideal and why this new home is really important to her and her family. It means a lot because um, the house I'm in at the moment isn't terribly suitable. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm grateful to be housed, obviously. But it's a three-storey house. I have problems with my knees and my back, and it's not the greatest. I, I sometimes can't make it all the way up to the top um, storey to go to bed. So I end up kicking on the sofa, which isn't ideal for my back. And it's going to be training, new skills, hopefully, um, actually getting hands-on. With the building work and helping with you know anything from bricklaying to um, putting up shelves and electricals and all that sort of thing which which is going to be great so hopefully fingers crossed it'll all go well if you would like any more information about everything that we've talked about in today's podcast check the episode description and we'll have all the links so you can find out all the relevant information We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Stonewater's On The Air. Thanks for listening. We'll be launching a new episode every other Wednesday, so stay tuned for some more great conversations.